keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. Uh, it's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, um, and welcome to the show. We are laughing really hard because of something we saw on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we retweeted it. It's, it's fantastic graphic about when we win, the you know, celebrate everyone and congratulate the team captains. Uh, and when we lose in this gym, he has every single team captain. And the beards of Trent Williams and Raheem Moster on them are pretty wonderful. Uh, they are absolutely <laughs> glorious. And you know what? There's no better way to start off an episode than to just let everyone see it, right? Let, yeah. them, let them enjoy it with us. It might as well. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with letting them see the glory that is this incredible me. Dude, the detail. That's what I love the most. The I, detail on <laughs> the types of Jimmy's is absolutely glorious. Dude, the Trent William beard on him is spot on. Oh, it's it's wonderful. The, the, the Raheem Mostert beard is pretty good, too. dude. They squared off his head at the top for Eric Armstead. Yeah, yeah look at the look at the George Kittle. <laughs> it is uh, it is wonderful, and I like that on the top. You, you won't notice unless you're paying attention that they put Trey Lance's head oh, on Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well done. I mean, I don't know where people come up with this stuff, but it's it's wonderful. The only thing that would have made this better is when the 49ers, if they had put Trey, they crossed this out and put Trey Lance here. Oh, yeah. This, and then actually went through the detail of Jimmy, Gr- Jimmy Kittle, Jimmy Moser, <laughs> Jimmy Armstead, Jimmy Warner, Jimmy, just cross out the word. <laughs> Jimmy G. Exactly. Oh, uh, well done. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. High it, quality. It, it gave me a nice chuckle. I, mean. uh, I got a, I got a good laugh out of it. Cut back crew. We hope you did as well. Um, let's go from high quality memes about the 49ers fan base and how we're viewing some, some of us are viewing this team to actual information about the team. And because there's a lot of info out there about the 49ers right now and what's going on. And, Yes, we're laughing at memes and having a good time, but there are some serious matters to attend to, um, including the practice squad. Uh, they, they made some moves. They protected some Shocking. guys. They I know. Moves. They, they made practice squad moves. Who would have thought? Uh, they protected running back Brian Hill. I'm stunned by this. Uh, quarterback Nate Sudfeld. Defensive back Gerard Wilson. Um, and yes, they had waived Savion Smith off the active roster, but the reports were that the Niners were actually trying to add him back if he cleared waivers which didn't happen because the Detroit Lions claimed him because they've been struggling with pieces in in their secondary. Um, So that's unfortunate for the 49ers, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if there's any other practice squad moves or signings coming up here in the future. Um, None of those protections seem odd to me or seem like out of the norm. Like remember a few weeks ago, they had the river Craycraft one where they tricked a Craycraft and were like, wait, what, why? Uh, These all make sense. Yeah, I think anytime that you are worried about losing one of your players off the practice squad, you go ahead and protect them. You probably don't want to lose Nate Sudfeld. I mean, he's he's been valuable, I believe, to helping Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance process things. Uh, you see him consistently throughout the game going to Jimmy Garoppolo, talking to him on the sidelines. I think he's been a valuable member of you know that unit, that quarterback room. So they don't want to lose him right now, especially just in case there's an injury, something happens, you want him to be you know available. So protecting him if there's injuries around the league, 
Um, you got to do what you got to do to protect your guys. Uh, well done. And and you know, and then also, of course, you know the, the new running back Brian Hill. You got to protect him right now. You don't know what is going to happen at the running with the running back room, so you need to make sure you keep him safe. And he's a valuable enough player. I mean, a, a player that had some good numbers last year with 100 carries for 490 yards, 4.9 yards a carry is good no matter what running back you are. So yeah, protect him. You know, keep him available because somebody wouldn't mind snagging him off a practice squad because that is cheap money. Um, so it's not as expensive as you know it would be signing him to a veteran minimum or whatever. So uh, solid moves by them right now, and I think it gives us an idea of who. You know, they need to protect and also who's going to be up and ready to go during the game on Sunday. 100%. Uh, this this makes it seem maybe not like guaranteed, you know, that you're not going to have Elijah Mitchell or you know, guaranteed that you're not going to have the running back pieces you want. Uh, but it does mean that the 49ers are preparing, at least for the very worst, in a situation in which maybe you don't have Elijah Mitchell available or maybe you have Elijah Mitchell available, and but you don't want to have to overuse him if you don't, you don't need to. Um, and so having that extra guy that you can potentially call up if you need be, if you want to di- disperse the carries out a little bit more, or if you want him to be able to rest, maybe this is a week where the Niners like, we think we can get by with no Elijah Mitchell and don't have him run. There's always that possibility as well. Could be Trenton Cannon effect as well. Also um, that Trenton too. Cannon went on the IR. So uh, it, it could be that they're wanting, they used Brian Hill on special teams, you know, in the game. True. So maybe they're planning on using him in that area, or they want him just in case because they're planning on using Jamichael hasty in the special teams area um so there's some give and take there sometimes you have to do that so just in case Jamichael hasty goes down you have brian hill as well um so yeah they're they're trying to keep him safe right now until they decide at some point if they have him active for this game um then he's going to have to come up or they're gonna have to get rid of him so they'll have to make a decision on him here pretty soon absolutely they're definitely gonna need to make a decision on that here very very yeah. soon and we'll have an idea as well i mean today's wednesday today's today's four day Today is D Ford Day. I mean, mm-hmm. so we will find out here very quick. Uh, great news, awful news, or you know, maybe they activate him. They activate him, Ant, but we don't see him for a little bit of time as they prolong potentially the inevitable. Yeah, they'd have to make a roster move. You know what I mean? They're gonna have to figure this thing out. Uh, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. Today's a, a day we're gonna find out. It's it's D Day, as they would say. It is D Day, Ant. Uh, definitely D Day, indeed. Uh, but speaking of, uh, well, maybe not D-Day, but important information that came out, uh, the NFL salary cap for 2022 has been officially announced. We don't know if it's the ceiling or if it's like the bottom, like the the, the bare minimum cap of what the increase is going to be, but it looks like the salary cap is going to go up to $202.2 million, million. Yeah, it's a projected cap, and that's what they're <clears> looking at right now. Uh, it's an increase of a little over $25 million. Before you're going to have a little bit of extra cap space to play with, play with. We'll see what happens as far as Jimmy Garoppolo's contract, of course. And, of course, just any other contracts. I know they've been preparing for this for a while. Um, but the good news is the salary cap is going up. And that's what you need. You need to continue to go up. That way you can continue to build your roster. The 49ers were building this roster on a trajectory of how the salary cap was going to continue to go up. Especially with all the new money from all the TV deals. All the new playoff TV deals. I mean, that's part of the reason they added a 17-game season. That's part of the reason that... You know, Monday night is going to get a wild card playoff game now. Um, all these things give the give the 49ers the ability um, to use that money in their salary cap because that money is huge. But you know, the, everything that happened last year um, really threw everything kind of out of whack. Um, so now they're trying to recover from it. We'll see how this happens and and helps the 49ers. Um, but it, it's it's good news for them that the salary cap is going to continue to go up. Maybe it affords them the opportunity to bring back some of their players that they know are going to be on the docket, like Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa here in the next couple of years. 
Hundred percent, and you know, don't forget either. There's Saturday football coming up here in the next two yeah. weeks. So week, uh, week seventeen and week eighteen, they're having Saturday football games. Um, another way to generate more revenue because you have TV deals and stations and organizations paying money to put those games on basically prime time spots and those to be the focal point of your network on those days. So those games could have a huge impact, and that may that may be a thing too that you know for, makes the league go, hey, maybe at like. You know, week ten, week eleven of the season from now on, we start having Saturday games as well on certain weeks. They can't. Um, they can't do it. College football. Mm. There is a deal. Part of oh, the reason is it, is it because college football is off this upcoming week because it, because college football is, is is gone now. Their season's over. Yes. Um, they are allowed to play on on Thursday nights, but the NFL has some sort of a deal, um, with the with the, I believe the government over the antitrust type deal gotcha um, to where they can't have games on fridays or saturdays interesting um that's why during the covid season there was a weird where they had games like on wednesdays and stuff like that um they could have them on wednesdays they could have them on thursdays but they couldn't have them on fridays or saturdays that is odd um because of the some of the rules that they have because friday nights mm. are for high school football saturdays are for college football so there is a weird thing there yeah. very interesting Ant. very interesting hmm. all right well Besides that point, if not, they would have games probably I mean, all week. They would. They uh, it would be somewhat smart. It'd be harder to do it all week long, right? Because of the way schedules work out. Well, you could have them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You could do that easily. Easily could do that. Very interesting. It very interesting indeed. Anyway, salary cap going up. We know that's for sure. Two hundred and uh, two hundred eight point two million is what the number is going to be for right now. We'll see if that goes up. We'll see if it goes down. I would be hard pressed to believe it's going to go down any at this point. Um, Feels like stadiums are rocking and rolling. Uh, feels like teams are excited. Fans are excited and turning out in big numbers. So we'll see how this plays out. We'll see if it goes anywhere from there. But you're right. Um, the, the extra $25 million there definitely helps the 49ers with guys, you know, coming up on contract extensions and things of that nature. Uh, the Niners are going to want to get Nick Bosa re-signed. They're going to want to get Debo re-signed. Uh, they're definitely going to want to get Aziz Al-Shair re-signed as well with everything that's going on with him. And, you know, you and I talked about this, uh, I think, about a week and a half ago. Might be the perfect time to try and extend a guy like Dre Greenlaw now while his value has never been lower because of the injury and see if you can't, you know, at least get this linebacker core through the next four or five years or at least through Fred's contract. Yeah, Devo is going to be a priority and then the Number linebackers one. are going to be priorities. Nick Bosa can wait a year. Um, you don't sure. have to make a decision on Nick Bosa right now. And in fact, I wouldn't make a decision on Nick Bosa right now. Considering number one, he came off an ACL. Number two, he's about to have a career year in sacks. Oh, and, and you're going to give him his fifth year extensions. Yeah, exactly. He's you. He's not even going into his fourth year yet. Yeah. Um. He's he's. It's this is not even a big deal. I mean, the the Nick Bosa thing. We're just we're worried about it a little bit too soon. Down the bench. And we don't know exactly what the salary cap will be the next year, but it's going <clears> to <throat> jump again. That's when you, you would decide. Yeah. But you got to handle Debo Samuel going into the last year of his contract. You don't want to let him get through his last year of his contract. Um. So right before training camp, there there you go. You know the same thing that happened to Fred and and uh, George, George Kittle. Kittle. Hmm. Yeah, I so would is, believe. Is there a theme? I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're gonna want to get him his contract, and then you're gonna have to make a lot of other decisions as too, because you have a lot of guys on one year contracts. Who you're gonna bring back? Where you're gonna go young? It's it's gonna be a fun off season. Um, and the 208 million at least helps a little bit, you know, making it so you can bring back some of the players you want to bring back. Absolutely, and try and keep this team intact, especially if they can make a run here, and and they're setting themselves up in a position to be able to do so. And um, and one of the guys who has been kind of doing it on the offensive side of the ball is, is Jimmy Garoppolo and Fred Warner. But on the Jim Rome show and had some very positive things to say, not only about Jimmy, just about his teammates and, and the, this group overall in general um, and just what's going on here and, and how he's feeling about them. 
Um, you know, he had some very positive things to say on the Jim Rome show about Jimmy Garoppolo. One being the fact that, you know, there's always going to be the outside noise with Jimmy. There's always going to be the people talking about, you know, what he is or what he isn't. And that's outside of the building. That's, that's, that's a separate thing entirely from what it is in the building, because in the building, he thinks that he's the guy he goes, but it's very obvious that the team thinks that he's the guy and is behind Jimmy Garoppolo right now and what he's doing because he's been proving it and he's already shown it. Yeah, I think so. I think it goes a long way to the fact that he went out there and won this game on Sunday. Um, that will definitely, you know, put the other players behind him. The fact that Brandon Ayuk, you know, said that in the interview after the game. Um, and I always thought that Brandon Ayuk was one of those ones that needed to be convinced. And I and the fact that he's saying it means he doesn't need to be convinced. I always thought Debo was on on pace with this and on track because he believed that Jimmy could give him opportunities to make plays, which he has. Um, so it appears that this team is rallying behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He's their leader, and they're, that's who he's rolling with. But Kyle Shanahan knew the read of his locker room and has been you know, going accordingly. Um, and everyone understands that Jimmy just gives them the best opportunity to win right now, and that's who they need to roll with. But Fred going out there once again and stating it, and Fred it holds a lot of weight. He's the, he's the defensive captain. So anytime Fred speaks, everyone listens. Um, so everyone's backing Jimmy Garoppolo. This team is backing Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a good sign. That means that they're in unison in what belief that J- they have behind Jimmy Garoppolo that he can go out there and win football games with. Accurate, eh? I mean, that's that's true. It's yeah, the face of your franchise. That's one of them, anyway. I mean, they had the face of the franchise stuff at the beginning of the year, and it was Fred and George Kittle that were the ones doing a lot of the the talking and things of that nature for the 49ers. Um, and we thought it was interesting, right? A tight end going out there and a middle linebacker. The middle linebacker makes sense, but the tight end, yes, George Kittle's great, but it's usually a quarterback that's the face of your franchise. Um, Jimmy has definitely done enough now, not to be considered necessarily the face of the franchise, but to have the support of everyone in the locker room. And when you got Fred Warner, who is the leader on the other side of the football, yeah. who has taken a lot of flack this year because of play or, or whatnot from certain people, um, for him to come out and be like, look, this is our guy, this is who we're rolling with, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it shows just how in unison this team is in terms of you know understanding what the right. task is this year and what the goal is. Um, this isn't to say that Fred doesn't like Trey Lance. It's not what's going on. It's not what's not what's being asked. What's being asked right yeah. now is, is who's going to go out and get, you, get get it done for you, right? Who's the guy that you believe right now gives you guys the best chance to get to where you need to get and try and get back to a Super Bowl? And this team is behind Jimmy Garoppolo. They, they've been there with him already, for one. Um, they know he can get them back there again. And at, right now, at this moment in time, he's doing the things necessary for this team to be successful. Positive comments about Jimmy Garoppolo have nothing to do with Trey Lance. Agreed. Um, it, it's completely separate. I mean, no, nothing that people say about Jimmy in a positive light should have any sort of negative condemnation on Trey Lance. Trey Lance is learning. He's doing a good job. Um, he is about where I expected him to be as a rookie quarterback. I have no problems with what he's doing. In fact, I think he's been a great teammate. I think he's been really good on the sidelines. Absolutely. Um, the way that him, him and Jimmy Garoppolo's relationship and the way they've handled this situation – has been, I mean, really nice. I mean, and it, and reassuring for that room and that got to take pressure off the locker, locker room, one hundred percent. Um, so I, I think that the, sometimes that is what the the belief is, though, right? If you say something positive about Jimmy, it's something negative about Trey. If you say something positive about Trey, it's negative about Jimmy. And really, you can just keep it completely separate. And positive things are about you know who about each player is just about them, and that's it. Um, because I think that the team is behind Jimmy Garoppolo because. They know what kind of a leader he is. They know what kind of work ethic he has. And they know that he's going to win football games for him if they give him the opportunity to do so. So they're backing him up in those situations. Um, plus, Jimmy's just a good guy. I mean, everyone really likes him. The fact that Kyle Shanahan came out and said he's one of his favorite people he's ever coached, it just goes to show that they really appreciate his demeanor and how he goes out and handles business and his fiery leadership. And 
I think that that is a good good trait, and that's a good sign for the 49ers because you want Trey Lance learning that kind of thing. If Trey Lance can learn how to handle these tough situations from Jimmy Garoppolo um, with his supreme athletic skills, if he can get that mental right like Jimmy has, then you know, 100% of the sky is the limit for Trey Lance. A thousand percent. And now I want to play devil's advocate for you for a second. Okay. Because you brought that up. Um, you brought up the, the Kyle comments. Fred Warner has now gone on the Jim Rome show and made comments about Jimmy. Brandon Ayuk postgame made comments about Jimmy. Kittle has consistently been a Jimmy guy, and they go to they go to, you know, gas stations together and get do slurpees. stuff and get slurpees. And yeah. people get upset that Trey Lance isn't with them, even though Trey Lance goes to Kittle and DJ Jones to Giants games, but it's fine. Um, I want to get out in front of the narrative here because I have a feeling that one of the talking points that's going to come out from this, from a certain somebody and certain sets of people in 49ers talking headland is that the 49ers are doing a really, they're really going above and beyond to let everyone know how behind Jimmy Garoppolo they are, which really shows, Ant, that they're not really behind Jimmy Garoppolo. What would you say to that? I would say that the narrative is going to be that they're doing this to push Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value. Um, that has been kind of the continual narrative ever since they've been backing Jimmy Garoppolo is that they're trying to boost his trade value when I do, I think they want his trade value to go up. Yes, of course they do. But they know winning football games and getting into the playoffs and Jimmy Garoppolo playing well in those games will do enough to boost the trade value. They don't have to do any of these things. These guys <clears throat> are coming out and making these statements because they know the the type of hate that Jimmy Garoppolo is getting, and they're reassuring everyone that you know, and reassuring Jimmy himself. No, we've got you. You're our guy. We've got your back, and we're gonna roll with you until the wheels fall off. And I, I think there's something to say about that, about a team that's willing to go out there. And, and they do it for everyone. I mean, that's the thing. When one of their teammates is getting you know, lambasted, they go after them. Um, they, don't, they don't just sit back and, and, and let things happen. I think these guys are getting more and more vocal. I think Jimmy Ward has been one of the vocal leaders during the offseason. K1, and, K1 Williams is K1 being Williams. not vocal, but avoiding Grant Cohn in Avening, elevators. In elevators, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, who doesn't want to avoid Grant there's Cohn the, in that, there, There's one thing I don't want to be in is an elevator with Thanos. Not, nope. I kind of would like to do it. Uh, I would just no. get really close to him and make him uncomfortable. I, I, I would go full Kevin Durant on him and just do like my shoulder on it. I might my chin on his shoulder, you know, just like leaning on him. Um, he is short enough. Yeah. And then and then and then go to bring out a spreadsheet just just to see what he would do. But no, I mean, the good I, old spreadsheet, the good old spreadsheet. Yeah, the spreadsheet versus the cone. Um, but no, I, I think that that's what they're doing. I think that is what's going on. There's going to be plenty of narratives to why they're doing it. Correct. But I honestly believe they're just trying to reassure Jimmy Garoppolo that we got his back or just being transparent to the media that, yeah, this is how it is. And we do have Jimmy Garoppolo's back. He's a leader on this football team and we're together and we're going to, we're going to roll with this. I agree with you on that. And that's why I wanted to get your, your getting out in front of that narrative because it is coming. Um, anyone with it, it's been happening. Uh, but the fact that you have multiple 49ers coming out and making statements yeah. post game, after game, good performances from Jimmy, you know, whatever it, it is going to be said. So if you're someone who's already struggling to understand why he's catching so much hate, um, there's a lot, a lot of people right now in 49ers land, especially talking head people who it is more important for them to be right about Jimmy Garoppolo being not the quarterback for the 49ers than it is for the 49ers who have success and win football games with Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback. It's just a hot button issue. That I mean, too. it is. I mean, uh, when it comes down to it, um, anyone that watches professional wrestling, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is the John Cena of, he's, of he's the 49ers. The, yeah. You got the guy, the people that cheer for him, you know, let's go, Jimmy. Jimmy. And you got the, 
Jimmy sucks. Jimmy um, sucks. It's completely polarizing. So that's why he's going to be a talking point all year. I mean, it's a hot button issue. And um, I mean, it's it's instant clicks. If you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, you're probably going to get extra clicks on your on your stuff because, you know, there's it is a split. The fan base is split over Jimmy Garoppolo. <clears throat> Accurate. Eh? Accurate. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he wasn't the only person that Fred had comments about. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. He had comments about his counterpart, the other face of the franchise and George Kittle. And you had mentioned work ethic earlier. And ironically enough, that's what the comments were about from Mr. Fred Warner about George Kittle talking about his insane work ethic. Um, you know, the, the way he comes into practice, the way he plays his routine at practice, just everything about him. He talked about the griminess in the trenches, the blocking, everything that he's done all season. Um, essentially, you know, he, he just had nothing but essential praise and just why George Kittle is George Kittle. Um, the thing that we've said about George Kittle since last season Right, like this is just who he is. He doesn't have an off switch. He doesn't have a a knob to turn it down a notch. Hey George, just go down. Don't don't carry five guys the extra yard. It's not worth it. Just not who he is. Yeah, did you see the picture that Chapman posted? Um, of literally, it looks like ten Cincinnati guys trying to tackle George Kittle. It's hilarious. And it looks like it's screenshotted. Or I mean, uh, you know, Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop. And it's not. Uh, George Kittle. He only knows one way to play. And, and that's full speed, all go every single day. And what that does is rub off on teammates. Uh, it, is, it is something you want. If you want a young player to learn how to work with a great work ethic, you want him around George Kittle. Um, and what you're seeing is a bunch of these guys are on this football team, whether it's Fred Warner, George Kittle, um, Debo Samuel. You've got a lot of guys that are working hard. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, that's one of the praises that Fred Warner had about him is he shows up, he works hard, he you know works his butt off, and he gets things done. Um, when you have players in the locker room that do that, then the other players feel permission to do so as well. And they want to do that and they want to reach those levels and those, you know, goals and aspirations because they want to be a great player on the football team, but also they want to fit in. And when you're on a team that has guys who want to push every single day, then you want to do that. I mean, one of the things Fred Warner said <clears throat> earlier in the week about Eric Armstead about the Walter Payton Award was, I aspire to be what that guy is and what he does off the field. So it's another time where a guy is inspiring the rest of his team to do something else. Trent Williams puts out the documentary about his life, and the entire offensive line is there to support him. This is what this team is about. Remember, there's supposed to be so much problems with this roster. Oh man, there's there's nothing yeah. but turmoil. No, you know the, there there is not. This the team locker is, room split about the quarterback. They're split about the head coach. Right. They're split this, about the front office. This team is completely together. Every single offensive lineman was there. I mean, every single one. Even the pasta man, he's there. Um, Mike McGlinchey, hurt. he's there. Uh, everyone is there to support Trent. The, this team is tight. This team is together. And having players that have this sort of work ethic, it just rubs off on everyone else. And it gives everyone else permission to work that hard too. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm confident about this team and where they're headed because of comments and players like we got on this football team. A thousand percent yes, and There are not enough yeses, accurate emojis in the chat. Nothing to, to reciprocate or even top what you just said. Um, it is very apparent that this team is together. It hasn't been more apparent than right now at this moment uh, with everything that has gone on this year, with all the turmoil, with all the questions surrounding quarterback position, all the questions with the O-line, calls for Aaron Banks, Daniel Brunskill winning the job, right? Mike McGlinchey needs to go. He's absolute hot garbage while he's oh, playing. Oh, that one's back, by the way. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware that it's because Compton's PFF grade is better than Mike McGlinchey's. It's better than Mike McGlinchey's, therefore he's playing great. 
I'm so done. I'm so done with some of this nonsense. But look, at the end of the day, right, everyone is going to feel their own way about this team. They're tr- they truly are. And I tip my hat to you for feeling however way you want to feel. Whether you feel this team is absolute hot garbage, they're not going to make playoffs. Yeah. Whether you feel, well, you know, the, the, the Niners didn't deserve to win that football game. Bates dropped an interception, and that's the only reason the Niners got out of it was because Bates handed the, the 49ers the game. He choked it away for the Bengals. Totally fine as well. Um, you want to put it on Jimmy when we win? Great. You want to put it on Jimmy when we lose? Also great. Um, you know, you want to be overly critical? You're allowed to be. You can feel whatever way you want. But at the end of the day, this team is together. Um, and you talked about aspiring for things. Uh, mm-hmm. The Niners are, you know, the way that they work, the way that guys work and do things, it inspires other guys to want to do the same thing and to emulate that in their lives. Right. Well, that's what we're doing here on the cutback. We're watching this team be together, and that's what we want here with our channel and our community. Right. We want a channel of people and a community of people who are together, all wanting the same thing for the 49ers, which is success. You can go about it and think about it any way that you want or feel however way you want about it. But at the end of the day, we want sustained success for this organization. Yep. We want 40, 50 years of greatness and no awfulness, you know, to come in there. No bad seasons, no lulls, none of that nonsense. Will that happen? Probably not. But we can sure as heck aspire for it, Ant, and I'm all on board for it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take a couple of bad years if we get a Super Bowl out of it. Hey, I'll take I'll take more than a couple of bad years for a Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, you brought up about the, the the interception, and you know, people saying that if that would have been intercepted, you know, the game would have been over. Um, I hope no one celebrates Super Bowl twenty three. Just don't celebrate it because Joe Montana should have thrown an interception that was dropped. Um, he ends up turning it into a touchdown, and the rest is history. So, so hold on a second. Are you telling me that? It's about making plays, not about almost or ifs and buts. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. um, but I mean, that's that's part of the thing about picking out certain things like that. It, it the whole game, there's a multitude of things that happen in that game. Everyone made mistakes and everyone won. Um, there, there, both things happen, and one single moment doesn't define that game, but it's a bit and piece of every single one of those, all of it in totality. Um, so I mean, it's it's a take. You can have that take if you would like. I'm just. You know, I'm just pointing out that sometimes, you know, once we look back at, you know, revisionist history, um, probably people probably don't remember Joe Montana almost threw that interception. They oh, remember the no. fact that he hit John Taylor for a touchdown. Uh, it was actually a later drive where he hit John Taylor. The interception was actually the drive before that where he hit Jerry Rice, I believe, on an out pattern for a touchdown. The one that everyone's using for the Brandon Ayuk, mm-hmm. um, where he sneaks in the end zone mm-hmm. around the goal line, um, same thing. So it, 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 that was actually very cool, by the way. All the people that put that together and put the Jerry Rice one and the Brandon Ayuk one together, um, the victories against Cincinnati, that was cool. There's been a lot of very cool memes and pictures and things that people have put together this week. It's been very exciting. I've seen a lot more positivity on 49ers Twitter than I've ever seen before. Um, I think people are really rallying behind it. I've seen people that have been struggling a little bit with 49ers you know, this year getting behind the success. And, hey, we're playing meaningful football games in December. And that's something I think every fan base aspires to have is people that, you know, a team that's playing um, games that matter in December and hopefully January. And uh, I think it's cool that everyone's coming around and that we're all going to get behind this team because um, after, you know, we take care of business on Sunday, uh, it's, it's going to be playoffs. I believe I, this is, I don't know if this is hundred percent true, but I believe David Lombardi tweeted that if the 49ers win against Atlanta, their playoff hopes go into the nineties. Yeah. And if they lose, it goes into the thirties. Whoa, that seems like a big drop-off. That does seem like a big drop-off, so I'm curious if that's accurate, but a win getting into the 90s sounded good to me. A win getting into the 90s sounds good. You hold major tie- You hold tiebreakers over, essentially, 
three of the top four teams. Everyone but are, the football team. Everyone but the football team, and that's only because you didn't play the football team. Yeah. Uh, and they got the NFC East that they have to run through here in the last four games of the season, so by no means are they guaranteed anything. So, Cutback Crew, we hope you enjoyed all of today's topics, all the conversation. Um, if you are one of those people who has one of those takes, no, no worries at all whatsoever. But if you can't come off of it, you might end up on Big Yikes. Our GOAT tier members on Patreon definitely know about it. Um, but if you haven't, you haven't checked out Big Yikes, one of our most popular shows over on Patreon, hop on over there. Also, yeah. also all 22 film breakdowns. A lot of great stuff over there, um, but also plenty of wonderful stuff right here on the 49ers Cutback YouTube channel for free. And, you know, you can just subscribe and get notified daily when, when our videos go live, which is 11 a.m. Uh, they also don't want to miss Quest for the West, which is going to come out this afternoon around two. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff all week long. You know, I mean, we're, we're still talking about the game a little bit, you know, from <clears> Sunday, <throat> and then we're going to progress into um, the Atlanta Falcons even more. And we're going to get really into that as the week goes on. And once we get to our Friday frenzy, it's full Atlanta Falcons all day long. We're all about getting to know the Falcons and then what the 49ers need to do to beat them. Um, so make sure you're here for all of that. And if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe. We really appreciate it. But we really appreciate you watching this video, taking time out of your day to do that. If you can leave a like, you know, share, comment, whatever, that helps too. We really appreciate all of you. Um, and we appreciate being a part of the 49ers, you know, community. Uh, it, it's been a good time so far. We've met a lot of great people, a lot of great content creators. Um, so if you're watching one of them, you know, too, yeah, make sure you share their stuff as well, where everyone's out there working hard. And it's a, it's a good time of the year to do that. And just so everyone knows, just just start marking it down. Next week's going to be a absolute wild week. Um, the game is on Thursday, so we're going to have, you know, the schedule is going to be a little bit different. Can we front loaded it? I would say so, especially with Christmas coming up on the Saturday. Yeah, they're definitely going to be, and we'll update you on what next week's schedule looks like a little bit later this week, so you have an idea of what to expect. We are going to take a little bit of time off. Um, because of Christmas time and things of that nature, but also just me being at Mike Vrabel's house makes things a little bit more difficult in terms of recording the podcast. Uh, Vrabel's got pretty good Wi-Fi over there, uh, but him and I talked a little bit. He's got his own like private IPO like whole system set up, so there's like times and windows in which I can record. It's weird. It's a weird stuff. Vrabel's a pretty secretive dude. I think he got it from Belichick. Could be. Could yeah. Be. yeah. It'll so, be very interesting. Yeah, but it's gonna be a fun week. I mean, and we're gonna get you know two games in ten days, so um yeah goodness gracious me almighty let's well, just get even to a full it. week actually i mean we're almost there we are we are pretty much <laughs> almost there yeah cutback crew we hope you enjoyed we'll see you on the next one and we'll see you for quest for the west later tonight and until then stay safe remember the right way is, is always, always the 49ers way